Welcome to the Exod Podcast, part three of our annual special. And this week we are dealing with a brand new team. Let's find out what happens. So this week we are dealing with a brand new team with people who have never been on the show before. So let's go from top to bottom. Alan. Hi, I am playing Scott Summers, uh, codename Cyclops. But this is Scott as if he had stayed in Asgard after the Asgardian Wars. So for his costume, you can picture like the 90s, but kind of Asgarded up. Um, his visor has swoopy wings, and that's very important to me. Um, but yeah, he is the Scott Summers you know and love, just spent much more time in Asgard than he probably should. Hi, I'm Dylan Roth. I'll be playing as Kitty Pride. This version of Kitty Pride uh, did not have such a great time, an even worse time, than she uh, did in the canonical first visit to space with the X-Men when the team of Cyclops, Storm, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Professor X... And Sprite encountered the Brood for the first time. This in this universe, in my kitty's uh, home universe, uh, Kitty Pride was the only surviving X Man from that mission, and she chose to stay in space and uh, track the Brood so that she would be able to help other uh, other spacefarers survive the Brood onslaught. So she's a little older now, and she's been in space for some time. Uh, she's got a cool spacesuit. She's sort of she's sort of Kitty Pride meets Ellen Ripley, so she still has her uh, her phasing abilities, but also a cool spacesuit and a uh, and a pulse rifle that she calls Lockheed that she doesn't like to use for lethal force. Hi, I'm Cap from Nerdy Show, and I'm playing. Well, I'm playing forearm, but I'm playing a different kind of forearm. In this case, uh, he's actually called four by forearm. And uh, he's, he's, well, he's got the two arms, and then he's got another two arms in betwixt, in betwixt them, like, kind of like a plus symbol. So, like, he's got, he's got eight arms, but they call him four by four arms. And, uh, well, he operates, you, you might know him from, in the, say, the 616 universe, is operating the mutant liberation front, but um, uh, four by four arm uh, it does not operate a kind of a, let's say, let's call it a terrorist organization, let's call it what it is. Uh, the, the Mutant Liberation Front, uh, known in, in his own universe as the, the Mutant Inhuman Liberation Front, or uh, MILF, is uh, a, uh, well, it, it's, a, it's a sort of a protest organization. It's made to, to help bond, uh, create relationships, interspecies relationships between mutants and humans and, and, and you know, humanity, interspecies uh, connectivity, harmony. That's, that's what we're all about here at, at MILF. 
And uh, Shannon. Uh, hi, I am playing Clea from the Dark Dimension, but this time I get to be the Sorcerer Supreme instead of Stephen Strange. And um, I guess I'm also kind of a biker because I didn't think too much into what kind of world that comes from. I just thought it looked cool. Uh, aesthetics are like 90% of the 90s, so it works. Yeah. It's a universe where the Dark and Dimension just has like a really cool thing about leather jackets. It's fine. And all sorts of uh, dive bars everywhere. Yeah. Sounds like my kind of place. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. So, you are all members of an exiled team. You've been working with your boss for a while, and... Your boss on this organization is uh, cosmically powered Aunt May, who uh, has sent you on a few missions before. Uh, one of your biggest, most recent missions was you went to a world where there was a Banff infestation. For those of you who are unfamiliar, Banffs are tiny little versions of Nightcrawler who are generally mischievous and are either creatures from another fairy tale type dimension or. They're weird demons tied to Nightcrawler's dad, who's a demon. Continuity is awful. Um, True story. But, yeah. But in your guys' adventures, you came across some uh, troubles. So, like, uh, Cyclops, what was something that happened to you during the adventure? Well, verily, let me tell you the troth. I was fighting oh, no. amongst these Banff creatures... And one of them asconded with my visor. And how did someone help? Well, I'll tell you what. I was trying to get it back. Found myself in one of them sort of uh, Scooby-Doo door scenarios, you know, what with the hallways, and they just kind of go back and forth, and nothing seems to make sense on a, on a physical level. Them bamps are just pointing me left and right. It's a terrible thing. Oh, I remember that. What? It was quite funny. Mm. Well, m maybe funner for you, but I, I, personally, I got sick of it, so... Whipped out my six-string, uh, played a little song in that corridor there, and lured all them bands into a nice little kumbaya session until I, uh, you know, could steal back that visor for old Slim here. And I do greatly appreciate it. Yeah, it weren't nothing. <laughs> then what sort of uh, trouble did you face? Uh, well, as though the uh, the door scenario weren't enough, um, I did find myself <laughs> kind of uh, uh, plummeting at one point through a, a terrible uh, dark vortex, which I, I soon learned was a, uh, uh, they, they dumped me in a, uh, a mushroom farm, and I'm terrible allergic to spores, so I got real snotty. Um, that's about the worst that happened to old 4 four by forearms though. And uh, who helped you out of that mushroom farm? That does sound like somewhere where an astral form might come in handy, because I'm not going to touch you regularly while you're all snotty, but my ghost version definitely will. That's right, kind of you. And what sort of problem did you run into? I have no idea. If anyone has ideas, please feel free to help me. <laughs> do you use any tools to do your magic? Just my fists. Uh, you do also have... Your cloak of levitation, your eye of Agamotto. Oh, yeah. I do have fancy stuff. I probably just forget that I have them and keep punching people. So maybe the uh, Bamps ran off with uh, the eye of Agamotto and the cloak of and the cloak of yeah, and the cloak of levitation. I'll go with one of those because both of those sounds like more of a severe problem. <laughs> yeah. 
so, Kitty, how did you uh, help? Well, wh- which one back? went missing? Which one was taken? Uh, let's go with we can say they managed to get a hold of my cloak of levitation because I probably got punch ha- happy and wasn't paying attention to what's going on behind me. Okay, so as the cloak of levitation was being carried away by the bamps, uh, I had to phase through a crowd of bamps while selectively hopping on the heads of some of the bamps in order to get the po- in order to get the the uh, altitude necessary to grab the cloak back. So sort of phase hop, phase hop, uh, but eventually I was able to grab it down and bring it back to you. But then what happened to you? Well, then one of the BAMPs uh, teleported inside of my... Uh, was my spacesuit has a, has a helmet, right? I've got a rebreather system? Yeah. Okay, one of the BAMPs managed to teleport inside of my helmet. Because of the way that my phasing powers interact with my spacesuit, if I was phasing, the BAMP would just phase with me, so I can't get the BAMP out of my space helmet. And so, Cyclops, rounding this back out, how did you solve this problem? I saw my dear friend Shadowcat in a heap of trouble with this creature in her helmet. So, I well-timed an optic blast that caused her helmet to spin and lift slightly from her suit, making it corporeal, uh, uh, dislodging the creature, and then allowed the helmet to fall back upon her head with no creature inside. That's a hell of a move. I'm pretty good at it. (laughs) That's some teamwork for you. So, uh, you uh, have been on a few missions since that, but uh, the cosmically powered Aunt May has called all of you to the mission area before you get sent off to the new world. And she greets you, and I'll probably need to toss a voice filter onto this to make it more cosmic, but... Greetings, Exiled! How are you doing? Hail and well met, May. Hi, Aunt May. Howdy, Granny. I'm just going to fold my arms and wait for her to keep going. There there has been a disturbance in the world that you have been to before, the one with the bats. It seems something has caused them to mutate. I, I need you to find the cause of this distortion, because it seems to be unnatural based on the course that you had that you had fixed the world onto. I'm not a big fan of creatures that mutate, but I do have a lot of experience in this matter. Wait, you're not a fan of creatures that mutate? What are you trying to say? Um... Aren't you a Shadowcat? You know what I mean. I, I don't count you as a creature exactly, 4 by 4 arm. Shucks. And Cy- uh, Cyclops just I, kind of I, looks I, concerned. What, what's, what's on your mind, Scott? Oh, nothing. Just that uh, Kitty should be proud to be a mutant, and most of us here are mutants with one uh, rather obvious exception. Um, and she, he kind of nods to Clea. I really meant for the operative word to be creatures more than mutate. I'm thinking about the brood here. Oh. Oh. One thing I certainly don't want to see is any kind of a brood bamf. I, quite frankly, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm mighty disappointed here we'll be returning to that particular dimension. I'm sure I've probably seen weirder. 
Well, is, is there anything else that I can do for you right now? I do have a tray of cookies that I've made with the power of the cosmos. And she holds out a tray of very, very good smelling cookies. They are scrumptious, and I take six with my various arms. Lovely. And Cyclops grabs one. I'd like to take one cookie for now and keep the other one for later in my spacesuit. And um, while, I, while I'm eating with uh, Aunt May, if you have um, any kind of further intelligence on uh, the nature of how these things may have uh, mutated, that would be greatly appreciated. It, it, it's, it's a bit beyond what I've, I've been, been able, able to, to see, see so far. far. It, 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 this it, was not, not supposed to happen based on the corrections, corrections you did last time. time. Are there any anomalous readings from this dimension? There, there's many now. Uh, most of them seem to be from the bands, but they're, they're fast moving, so it's hard to pin down too much beyond that. Well, Exiles, shall we see to this mutating Banff creature threat? Hey, refresh my memory about that universe. Uh, or who else was... Who else would hang out in the Banff universe? Are there a lot of people in danger? Or sentient beings who aren't, you know, uh, super destroying brood-like things? So as you flash back, it was pretty much a Gremlins-type scenario. So, like, all these Banffs appeared in New York City where you had to try and deal with them. But Marvel New York is filled with all sorts of artifacts and pieces of technology. So there's humans in there. And beyond that, like, not really any other superheroes or anything. Gotcha. Now I remember. And is there anything else you want to ask before you go? Well, you guys were talking. I ate the rest of the cookies. Damn it! Well, if no one has anything else. To me, my exiles! <laughs> oh, am I gonna get into all right? Copyrighted music. <laughs> oh wait, I have an important question. Yes. Do we have matching jackets? Uh, would your team have gotten matching jackets during the during one of your adventures? I mean, it is early enough that I can get it added into the cover art. Well, here's so. the thing about four by four arms. It's physically <laughs> unlikely I'll be able to wear any kind of uh, thing with a sleeve at all. So, um, also, I've got like a whole look going on, so you guys would have to match me because I'm not changing my entire outfit. Uh, I could go for a biker jacket; that'd be fine with uh, me. Uh, barely. Though, does Kitty always wear the uh, spacesuit, or is it only in certain? I imagine for the adventuring purposes, I should probably always have the spacesuit on. But I might still have enough whimsy left in my space traumatized uh, uh, soul for a giant leather jacket that I wear over my spacesuit. <laughs> it's a look I'll give you a fall. Are you just like hanging off your shoulders like you're cool? <laughs> yeah. And uh, four by four arm, you just have like a leather vest because we you just punched holes in all of the places that your arms need to go. Hmm. Seems legit. All right. So I guess off we go. All right. We've made a team decision. Woo! Okay, I'm quickly putting notes on for this. Matching leather jackets is very important for team cooperation. Yes. Do we have anything embroidered or patched on the jacket? Cyclops would want X's. Would that be, Clea, is that okay with you? Though you're not, though you're not typically an X-Man. Oh, I'm not getting an X. I mean, you guys can do what you want. 
I feel like it's a thing where Clea had her jacket and then uh, Cyclops wanted to get the team to work together and be more cohesive. So he got the jackets for everybody mm-hmm. else after. And then he also got her one with an X on the back. But she just said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of us have X's on the back. Mm-hmm. All right. Mine's probably something mystical with like the eye of Agamotto or something. Yeah. And uh, so you all teleport in and I will need some endurance rolls from everybody because getting tossed between universes does not make you feel that good. Ooh, I've rolled poorly. So how does this work again? Okay, so you are going to be rolling a pair of percentile die to get your rolling result. Okay. And then you're... Uh, so what did you get on your roll? Uh, hold on. Is it cool that I use real dice or should I get digital one? Oh, no, you can okay, use that's... your choice. Didn't know if you wanted the sound. All right, I got two 40s. So 42 or 44? Uh, I don't... I don't know. Designate designate one to be your tens and the other to be, oh. yeah. Duh. Sorry. Yeah, then we'll do forty four. Sorry. Okay. I did fifty. I'm in the green. So on the left hand column, you have the forty one through forty five. So you're going to trace that over to your endurance uh, column, which is thirty. So you also landed in the green. Okay. Uh, how about? Kitty and 4x4. I rolled a 33, which puts me just shy of the green. I am in the white or gray area. So it didn't do so good. Nope. And uh, I rolled a 75 with my uh, endurance of 30. Um, It's remarkable, but I'm in the yellow. Okay, so forearm, you're you're sitting pretty with this. You've gotten a bit used to these. Uh, Clea and uh, Scott... You're going to be at a minus one column shift for the next roll that you make because you're not feeling that great. And then, Kitty, you're going to be at a minus two column shift for the next roll that you make because you are very uh, unsettled I'm just trying not to hurl on my spacesuit. That never gets normal. Hmm. And you have landed in the heart of Cleveland, Ohio, just because I quickly need to put together a city. It's a city on the grow. And this this is where you previously had faced down the bamps. This isn't New York. Still smells like Cleveland. Hmm. Turning up my air filters now. Mm, That Midgard air. I wonder if they still got that cow vampire around these parts. You know, the vampire that's a cow, not a vampire of cows. Yeah, bat cow. That's the one. And, uh, yeah, so you are back in this world, and, uh, Scott, since you are the team leader, roll me a quick intuition check. And I will give you a plus two column shift for your two me, my okay. X-Men on that roll so it will go up from remarkable to amazing so i rolled a 62 so i'm in the yellow so you still have some of the contacts 
from your former teammates. All of you have cell phones, and so you figure uh, calling your partner, uh, Dr. Uh, Smith would probably be the best thing to do. Dr. Smith? Do you remember the, um, yes, the gentleman who helped us the last time, Dr. Smith? Is he the guy who's always like, oh, the pain, oh, the pain of it all? He kept calling me Will? Hmm. That could be, but my memory is a bit fuzzy of the event. Clea, do you remember anything? Is that the one I punched in the face? Well, more than likely. That was why he was saying, oh, the pain. Well, let's... I don't remember. There's a lot of this. So Scott, like, fishes into one of the pouches on his bandolier and pulls out a cell phone. Um... Um... How do I use this? It's a... It's just a screen. What? And he, like... Hi, teenage girl here. I can help. Please. Please. (laughs) And he hands it to you. Okay. Uh... Okay. Uh... Wow, you have a lot of bloatware on here, by the way. His background is of Madeline holding baby Nathan Christopher. Aw, that's nice. Yes. But yes, a lot of blo- bloatware. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, like when you get like a like a, like a a um, a Samsung phone and they put a lot of garbage you don't need? Give me a second. I'm really good with computers and I can make your phone run better. Oh, okay. Uh, he uh, leans over to Clea. Did you know that phones could do more than just call people? They can't. Kitty, give me a reason check with that machine whisperer bonus of a plus two column shift. Okay. Boop. I rolled a 93. Wow. So I don't think it... <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of a computer genius, so... And uh, what was my column shift? I have, a, I have a minus two column shift from being nauseous, but, I give you, but you're giving me a plus two back, right? Yeah, so that would balance out, so I think that puts you just in the top of the yellow. Uh, yep, looks like it, yes. Right on the, mm-hmm. right on the on yellow, right on the edge of red. So focusing on this allows you to uh, ignore not feeling 100%. Ah. Uh. Uh, yeah, you're able to uh, get into the phone, you're able to get rid of the bloatware, <laughs> and you're able to find dr smith's uh phone number in the contacts hey hey there you go uh it's a um, response to voice commands now so you can just say call dr smith and it'll call dr smith phone call dr smith calling dr oh smith. thank you and it uh rings hello this is dr smith at science laboratories i've put dr smith on speaker Verily, Dr. Smith, this is Cyclops of the Exiles. Oh, uh, are are you here about the Banffs again? Troth, how did you know? Because the lab is filled with them, and I I thought you had dealt with them sufficiently. As did we. Um, Can you give us your location so that we may come to you? Uh, you know where the uh, lab is from your previous adventure. Ah. Yeah, I, uh, I will uh, text that over to you. And he sends you a message in your phone, Bings. Right. So what are these Banffs doing? Chaos, but then a lot more than they used to. Could you elaborate? Uh, they've, they've seemed to develop other powers. And then you hear... 
what seems to be some sort of small explosion and the phone goes dead. Oh. And you just get a dial tone. Well. Shall we? I reckon we shall. Sure. I've always wanted to go to science laboratories. I've heard it's quite nice. Very advanced. Mm-hmm. It's where Dr. Science has his laboratory. The Dr. Science? Of the New England sciences. Eh, he's not that big a deal. Uh, when you're on Midgard, how do you typically travel? Uh, Clea does have teleportation. Mm. I do. And you do know where you're heading to. So, uh, would you want to roll me a teleportation check? Uh, sure. I rolled a 36, and it says MN75. So that is going to be monstrous, so that gets you in the green. So you are able to teleport just outside the labs, and you feel a bit shaky, but not enough that everyone needs to roll again. And when you get in, you see what looks to be like 30 or so banths just running outside the field, but they... They all look very different than they used to. They're not, like, oozing green slime from their mouths or anything like that, are they? No, okay. no. Uh, in fact, everybody roll me a reason check. And if you have anything that ties you to other superheroes as a background, I will let you use that for a bonus. I've rolled a 75. On a reason check. Would, to me, my X-Men work? Because I know a lot of mutants? Yes, it would. Well, and uh, I rolled an 80. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I haven't haven't operated uh, the uh, mutant and human liberation front. I, I certainly know many folks in my home dimension, if that makes any kind of difference here. Yeah, you can get a uh, column shift from that rally and cry bonus, so that would be a plus four column uh, shift. I you. have a 50, which is in the green okay uh what did shannon or what did clea kitty or forearm get uh i got an 85 which puts me in the yellow nice and i think i also had a background thing that was the ride together die together that says i know other magic users i don't know if that would help oh yeah there's like uh magic from the x-men okay so that would bump your reason up to uh, monstrous. So what have you rolled for that? I rolled an 85. Oh, yeah, then that gets that deep in the yellow. So, so the yellow is good. Is it? All right. Yeah. Well, I, too, am in the yellow. At uh, Incredible. And... I rolled a 75, which puts me in the yellow, and all my friends are dead. But but Dang. I used to know the X-Men and the New Mutants. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, all of you are recognizing that these Banffs seem to have the traits of different members of the X-Men. So there's one that's blasting out optic blasts, there's one that's floating around uh, with, like, a storm under them, there's one that looks to be a red bird on fire. There's even one that looks like a forearm out there. Though they only have four arms, not a, a total well, of eight. At least I got an uh, advantage here. 
By Odin's beard, they have the powers of the X-Men. I swear, if this is some kind of Mojoverse X-Baby nonsense, I'm going to eat my hat. This looks like a bunch of copycats. Well, the question becomes, how did they receive these powers? Was it a secondary mutation? Hmm. Well, here we are at Science Labs, of all places, and uh, we got what looks to me like, I, I mean, this has got to be a bunch of science gone wrong. What other explanation is there? Oh, well, you know, the fact that we are, uh, we were plucked from the moments of, moment of our death uh, and pulled here. So the, really, there's a lot of explanation besides science. I'm going to make, make a little... I roll my eyes and my one my hands are mouthing like a puppet. You know, you know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. me. <laughs> it's good to be precise about these kinds of things. And as you are sort of having this conversation, one of the uh, BAMP starts running towards you, and you see its fur seem to become suddenly plated in some type of metal. Okay, Colossus. Aww. Can do we know this if these things can speak? Uh, you can try speaking sure. to it. Small Bamf, stop! We would have words with you. It just lets out a as it. Uh, runs towards you, and it looked like it was just going to attack the central group, but because you spoke to it, it is specifically going to try. Oh well, that's not good. You. That was a good talk. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna hot trot over there uh, before it can get to to slim. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to toss this thing around like a like a discus, you know, like an Olympia discus. Just you know, he's made of metal. He's not gonna be light, but I'll spin around and chuck him, chuck him right back to science laboratory where where he came from. Okay, well, uh, Cyclops, since you're the team leader, roll me an agility check to figure out initiative here. Let's see, my agility is remarkable. I got a 59 on the dice, which puts me pretty deep in the green. Okay, so the way that uh, turns work is you all go on the same turn. That way, if you want to do superhero team-up moves, you are free to do that sort of thing. And so this vamp is running up. Forearm, you said you wanted to go up yeah, and stop it. Kind of, you know, grab it by the head. It's a goofy little head. Spin around and chuck it. Okay, so give me a strength really? check. Good use of the discus maneuver. I've got me a. Wait, that ain't, that ain't right. That didn't work. <laughs> I got me a seven. Well, no. <laughs> you got in the white. Uh, yeah, so you try and grab it, and it just vamps past your arms. Shoot! Dang it! Rest of the team. This uh, little metal boy is running. I'm going your eyes. to try to optic blast it out of the way. Okay, so that is going to be a agility check to try and hit it. But you get a plus three column shift to that. Because it's going mm -hmm. to be precise about these things. I got 30, 
four, and that's in the green. Uh, yeah, you blast this thing, but it is still coming towards you. Like, that uh, optic blast just bounces off of its shiny body. And it it seems a bit bothered by it, but not too bad overall. Clea or Kate? Right, I'm going to throw up my force field in front of it to see if that can stop it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so roll me uh, at unearthly. Uh, oh, I did not roll well. I rolled a 21, which puts me in the green. Uh, so describe this uh, force field that you're trying to put up. Like, is it just a normal wall, or is it a circle, or... Uh, let's do a circle. That'll be cool, since that kind of fits with all the shapes of the magic that they usually use. So I just okay. do my Steve Ditko hands and pull up, like, a big glowing gold wall. Or circle. So is it, like, a ring around it that raises up, or...? Uh, maybe, like, there's a circle and it expands and kind of fills in so it looks like a shield. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it it's, like, stuck for a second and then it just bamps out of the portal. Uh, Kitty. Okay. Um, what floor of this building are we on? Uh, you are outside of the building right now. You're sort of on the, uh, lawn across the street from it. <sighs> okay, there goes that idea. Um... So it's still coming at us? Mm-hmm. I uh, did not want to do this. Uh, I would like to use my Lockheed rifle, not at the Banff, but underneath the Banff to try and create, try to see if I can sort of push, uh, push some of the, um, kind of dig underneath it. So that, because I imagine it's kind of heavy. Then it might kind of fall into a little trench if I dug it. If I dug one out with my pulse rifle. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so give me a agility check. You get a plus one column shift because of your lucky damn round. So that will be at. I rolled a ninety-two. Woo! I'm not just good at fixing phones, people. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that gets you into the yellow, and so it it falls down, and you hear a ow ow as it uh hits it but then you see it continuing to walk out and it it finally reaches cyclops on its turn and it is going to roll to punch Rude. cyclops well i mean you 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 should probably expect that after fighting but these guys still, for a while Rude. but yeah yeah so it punches you for 10 okay days. i have body armor so mm -hmm. did did that ten damage already take that into account or? Uh no, it does not. But uh, it, so you don't take any permanent lasting damage. It, it basically came up and like checked okay. you in the leg, so you're at least going to have a bit of okay. a bruise there. And heroes, it is your turn again. Do we have to go in the same order? No. I really don't want to shoot the little thing that has the powers of my dead high school crush. Well, then I can. Uh, Please. I'll use my, I'll use my uh, magical energy bolts. Mm-hmm. So roll that amazing. I got a 63. That brings me... 
Oh, I think that brings me to the yellow. Yep. Yeah, that brings me to the yellow. Okay. So you blast it, and uh, this magical blast seems to actually affect it. And so it lets out a yelp, and it uh, teleports away a few feet, and then it starts running back towards hey, the Hey, all right. Well, that's one down, sort of, maybe. Wait, when you say back towards the group, do you mean us the group or like his pals? Oh, okay. His pals. How many Bamfs are there? Uh, I'd say there's about 30 Ooh. on the lawn. We're going to need a lot of nets. Well, nets won't necessarily work. I mean... No, they won't. It was a joke. Oh! Midgardian humor. I swear. Do they not have humor in Asgard? Not as you would think. You think they would when you're, with you being dressed like that. Ho! What do you mean? And he indicates to his body armor and jetpack. I, I am girl. dressed quite fancifully. She is the best. Also, man, you're from here. I don't know what you mean, Shadowcat. I am Asgardian. You, saw, you know, some of us can go to space and come back, you know kind of still remember who we are and where we're from. Time moves differently on Asgard than it does Midgard. Wait, if you're Asgardian, <laughs> then wouldn't you want to fight and not think it's rude that someone's punching you in the face? Well, decorum. There's no reason to be punched in the face. I tried to speak with the creature. Hey. Yeah, that sounds very Asgardian. Stop yappering. Well, it Gotta get on out there. If we really insist, uh, sorry, go ahead. So ahead, forearm. Hey, twerk nothing. Uh, we just we hey we 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 gotta get into science laboratories and find out what the hell's going on here. Come on. I, I agree with four by forearm. I can walk and talk. If they're blocking our way, we can just link arms and I'll phase us through them. So, like, while you were having this conversation, none of you were really focused on the bands for a few minutes. And when you look back, they have all vanished. Oh, that's not good. And everybody roll me a agility quick. Uh, a, everybody roll me an agility check. Oh. Heck yeah, 94. I got a 70. 47. I rolled an 18. <laughs> I'm, I'm right on the edge of yellow to red. I'm right on the edge of green to yellow. I am green. Super green. Yeah. And kitty's in the white. Yep. Uh, okay, I will give you a uh, quick phasing check to try and get out of this because you do have the automatic phase out of danger okay. ability. That didn't go great either. Uh, I got a 22. But, but that um, is on an amazing. And... Nope, just, just on the outside. The oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, team. So all of a sudden you hear this, like, quick echo of 30 or so bamf sounds as the smell of brimstone just, like, explodes in the air like someone weirdly had a brimstone air freshener. Ugh. And the three of you back up. Kitty, meanwhile, uh, gets stuck, is unable to phase as... 30 bamps just fall onto her. No! Shadow cat! 
And uh, it is your turn, uh, heroes. I would like to do a very precise uh, optic blast to blast as many of them off of her as I can by, like, ricocheting it off of them, like, to uncover her. Uh, what would you be ricocheting it off of? Because typically them? you need... Is the Colossus one the... still there? It's in the pile, but it's a big squirming pile of uh, bands. Okay, fine. If she's stuck under them, I can always go into my astral form and go into the ground and come up under her and help her phase through the ground and come th through with me. An excellent idea, Clea. Please, they smell terrible! Folks, folks. This is clearly a job for a man with four by four arms to fling all these little bamps off of her. Easy peasy. <laughs> well, why don't you both go with your plans? So, Clea, go under, um, four by four, throw, and I will wait. Okay, so, uh, Clea, give me your uh, astral form check. Oh, I rolled a two. Oh. <laughs> so you try and concentrate onto it, but one of them that has like horns and goat legs and a sword and a uh, tail just jumps on and starts like poking you in the head. So you're unable to concentrate on that as you get accosted by a magic fan. Uh, forearm, give me a series of... Uh, give me a strength check and I will give you a uh, column shift up to monsters yeah. on this. I got a, uh, I got a seven. So that's in the yellow. So you're able to get about eight of these guys off. And at this point, some of them are starting to turn their focus onto you instead of uh, Kitty. And uh, Cyclops and Kitty, what are you doing? Uh, kind of makes sense for me to try and phase again. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna try that. That's an that's a. I'm gonna do a check. Seventy five. All right, decent roll. Yay! And that's amazing for me. And that puts me square in the yellow. So are you phasing down into the ground, or are you phasing straight through the bamps? I just want out. So you just like. Phase through, sort of screaming. Running, running, running screaming. Run. They smell terrible right through the air filter. This really sucks. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cyclops. So I have a wide-angled beam. Mm -hmm. Could I do that and not hit 4x4? Four four? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do a wide-angle beam. Yeah, I will say if you miss this, you will hit 4x4 four four on Okay, can I do It's Good to Be Precise about these kind of things? Uh, you are doing a wide-angle beam, so that is sort of the opposite of being True. precise. I tried. But that's okay, because I got a 70. So, okay, so let's see, I was incredible. That's in the yellow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're able to blast a uh, pile of these uh, bamps away. And they're broken up for now. They're uh, distracted. Some of them are trying to crawl all over forearm. Uh, Clea still has the one on her. 
and Kitty's left like a trail of one or two behind her. But uh, it is their turn, and uh, some of them are going to keep on attacking four by four arm. I don't hear that. And, I don't say oof. Uh, you are going to be taking a base of uh, 20 damage. Luckily, you've got that armor, so you're only going to be taking a total of 10. Alrighty. And the uh, one that is attacking Clea, who is also going to be uh, hitting you for a base of 10 damage. Alright. Uh, Kitty, you notice one that looks oddly based on you, which is a bit disconcerting. It's really just got a lot of uh, blonde curly hair and it has uh, phased into your helmet with ah. you. And you're going to be taking 5 damage from that as it punches you in the nose. And uh, Cyclops, since you disrupted the group, they are really kind of frustrated with you. And the rest of the portal is going to uh, just tackle you. So you're going to be taking a base of 30 damage. Ooh, okay. So that's going to be 10 damage after your body armor. Okay, gotcha. And uh, it is your turn now, team. Should we retreat? Uh, Cyclops, can you that's can you that spinny thing again? Because there's a uh, I'm in the same bind as last time. There's a little bamf. Once again, the smell is very bad. It's inside my helmet. I'll try, and I will try to blast the helmet and repeat the maneuver that we did the last time. Okay, so. Roll that check at shift Y. Shift Y. Wow. I got an 82. Mm-hmm. So that's well in the red. Yeah. So you blast it and the helmet goes like flying off. Like if you ever had to face the juggernaut, you could probably get that helmet off by himself with these sort of skills that you nice. got. And so the helmet goes off. So, uh, Kitty, what are you doing now? Okay, well, I think I should do something to help Cyclops since he used his turn. Well, well, this one is still on your. Face. Oh, you've just got the. Well, off. now yeah, I can yeah. now I can kind of swat it off with a, a with a good sort of uh, a back fist. Yeah, so roll me a fighting check. I do still have some ninja skills. Sixty one. Uh, and that is for me. Just, just in the, in the green. green, thank goodness. Yeah, so you're able to, uh, like, knock it off your face, and it uh, rolls on the ground and makes some angry, chittering sounds at you. Whew! Uh, Clea or Forearm? Forearm, you've got all those ones that are taking an interest in you because you're able to throw a lot of them at the same time, and Clea, you still have the magic one on your fa- on your head. Well, uh, if, uh, if Kitty's in the clear uh, enough that I feel like I can take care of the, my own problem I've caused for myself... Uh, I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna take these uh, little buggers to task, punch them in the gut, wrestle them, whatever I need to do, uh, with as many arms as I need to employ at once, of which I have eight. Uh, yeah, give me a strength check at monstrous. That is a thirty-four. So, uh, but we're at monstrous. We are well in the green. 
Okay, so you were mentioning wrestling, mm. wrestling with them. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about doing a pile drive around these tiny people? Whew, speaking my language, Game Master. <laughs> ah. So you pile drive them, and like they're they're hitting the ground hard, and uh, some of them are teleporting away now. They are not used to being uh, played with so roughly. And uh, Clea. Okay, um, I can mentally command my cloak of levitation, so while I'm, like, grappling with this one that's on my face, can I, like, make it go off mm-hmm. my back and, like, wrap around it and, like, either squeeze it or, like, punch it into the ground? Uh, yeah, roll me a unearthly check. Ooh, I got a 96. Yeah! You uh, command your cloak and it wraps up this one. And then, sort of like a cartoon, the uh, point where it's been cinched uh, holds in the air. And then it seems to just like whack it up and down the ground like it's doing the uh, Hulk versus uh, Loki fight (laughs) in uh, Avengers. And it like releases magic who spins around once or twice and then falls down on the ground. Yeah, I'm going to fix my hair and my jacket while it returns to my shoulders. I just put it together that you wear the cloak of levitation over a biker jacket. It's a look. <laughs> that it is. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's about. It's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit Elvis Presley. <laughs> and, uh... The Bamps are really, really unhappy, so they're all going to start streaming back towards the laboratory. Well, what what do you say, Slim? Shall we give chase? He, uh, Cyclops stands up and brushes the dirt off because he'd been tackled to the ground. Verily. Let's go, Exiles. Hey, thanks for the save, Cyclops. Sorry I was, uh, kind of yelled at you before... It is all right, Shadowcat. We all have things to learn from each other. And are you going to run and get your helmet? Oh, yes. I totally forgot that the helmet didn't land right back on my head like in the prologue. Uh, Yes, I would like to get my helmet back in case we end up in space, which doesn't seem likely, but you never know what happens. I'd like to get my helmet. So uh, you pick up your helmet and then all four of you start approaching the scientific lab and the bamps have all run inside now like there's a pair of uh, those glass double doors that leads into the reception area of this building and walking through the doors is a figure dressed in all black leather uh, she has a white face and something red in the middle of her forehead oh um, no I like her style. And, yeah. Uh, Who of you would know about a Mr. Sinister, or in this Uh, case, a Mistress Sinister? I suppose I might know. Me. I don't know that I would have met Sinister before the... No, I didn't didn't ever meet Sinister. I I wouldn't have probably met one of them, but I I probably know of them. That would make sense with uh, the Mutant Liberation Front and that sort of stuff. So, He's tried to directly manipulate my gene pool. Uh, so this uh, female version of Mr. Sinister 
uh, comes out and uh, says, Ah, another group of travelers. What has brought you here? Apparently you. I was going to say affordable hotels. I like science. The beach is also rather lovely. She laughs. <laughs> well, if you seek to oppose the plans that I have brought, I suppose I might as well show you that I am not alone in them, unless you wish to simply leave with your lives. We cannot allow your contamination of these bamps to continue. You cannot force progress. She thinks for a moment. I'm not forcing progress. Is, is, that, is that a summer's I smell? Well, I mean, look at me. Hmm. That's... Oof. Your, your DNA has been rather ruined by magic. I, I can strip that out, though. But yes, uh, an interesting group. I, I can make use of the, I can make use of your bodies once you're no longer like, using. This is creepy as the Dickens. It, uh, is there maybe something uh, like a, I don't know, a fire extinguisher? I could just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have those like uh, decorative rocks, like the decently sized stones and uh, like the lighting pathway. Lamps, so if you wanted sure. to grab some of those, you can go and make <laughs> My first instinct was to start flirting, so that works way better. <laughs> I kind of want that one, though. Hey, there's time for that. This probably won't work. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 55. What, did I, what am I rolling against now? Mm. It is mm -hmm. agility. That is, uh, mm -hmm. uh, um, in the green there. So you throw the lamp, or are you throwing a lamp or a rock? I'm going to throw a rock if I can get away with that any better. You know, whatever's yeah. most effective here. Yeah, so you throw this rock at a Sinister, and it just, like, goes through their body not like they're phasing but more of their body just passes oh, it lady you are gross like some stop it shit. <laughs> you threw a rock at her it was a big rock <laughs> to be fair it was a sizable rock clea do you have any ideas none of them are good we should have opened well, with flirting now we can't not. go with flirting <laughs> You can't shift from throwing rocks to flirting. We could have done the other way around. Maybe not in your universe. <laughs> I've had I've had uh, worse cold opens. Then by all means. <laughs> yeah, if you want to make a uh, flirt check, you could roll a uh, psyche. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Oh, God, I rolled terribly. I think you're now obligated to give us your worst possible line. There you go. Well, my instinct was when she was saying, like, I have use for your bodies once you're dead. I was like, don't say I have a use for them while we're still alive. But I rolled a 29, so we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's on the green, which is pretty decent. Okay. 
So yeah, what is your line for her since a rock has been thrown? It would be weird to respond. Oh, I don't know. You guys put me on the spot. We'd already moved past it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to respond to what she already said. Like I just ignored the rock being thrown because that's all (laughs) I can think of. It's already weird. Let's just keep it weird. <laughs> so a rock gets thrown. And it's like, I know what you can do with our bodies when we're still alive. And like, Sinister just looks confused. Ah. Uh, what? I wink. Okay. Marius, dear, please. Please just deal with them. And crashing out of that doorway is this massive ten-foot hulking humanoid creature covered with white fur. Uh, There's a large red crystal in it. And I believe Kitty would be familiar. And Cleo would probably be. uh, Actually, everyone except for maybe Forum would be familiar with uh, what a Wendigo is in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, it's a well-established character from Exile, the podcast. What? Yeah. Too bad I'm going to have to hit him with an optic blast. This is much, much bigger, much more ferocious. And as you look, there seems to be two large mouths on its Ugh. hands. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, go for the crystals, Exile. Cyclops, roll me another psyche check. Or another agility check for new initiative. <laughs> I won. <laughs> Thanks, fearless leader. Okay. So, uh, this big old creature that I will refer to as Imdigo uh, is going to run over to uh, Cyclops and make a fighting check. And so it picks you up with one of its hands, and uh, it is clawing at you for a base of, oof, 35 damage. Okay. And so after your armor, that is going to be only... 15? Yeah, only 15, but that that is actually cutting, so that's not a good sign for you. And Sinister is going to turn back around and say, Come on out, dear. And the next thing you see is this massive symbiote that has, like, pink streaks in it uh, coming out. And it, it walks out much more mindlessly than Imdigo did. Imdigo seemed to be a creature that has an intelligence behind it. But uh, this uh, strange-looking symbiote does not seem to be in full control of itself. It seems to just be following in the most basic pattern. Does it also have a crystal? No, it does not. And uh, Exiles, it is your turn. All right, so uh, this this big, hairy uh, man, the white fur dude, uh, how how Mm -hmm. tall is this fella? How wide would you say his uh, leg span is? Uh, about eight feet. Wunderbar. 
as the Germans say. Uh, I, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to, while he's distracted by poor Slim over there, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to rush him, just get between his legs and uh, double, double uppercut that some bitch where the sun don't shine. Whew. <laughs> well, wouldn't you be well, doing a uh, quadruple? You know, uppercut? I could do a, a thruple. See, I got this one. Mm, it, it's I, there's I got these the middle arms. There's one sort of towards the back. It, it's kind of useless unless I'm doing things sort of in reverse. But but I could do I could do three three in the jimmy. You know. Okay, so roll me a fighting check. That was a four to two, and then uh, I have a uh, my multiple arms, uh, which uh. Once a turn, mm-hmm. uh, I can do unearthly damage. Yes. So uh, you just got into the green, so that's only going to be doing half of that damage. You got to get into the yellow to do the full. But you are still hitting Imdigo for a base of 50 damage. Dang. Woo! But as you do this hit, it just seems oh, to take it. it without really noticing it. It must not have testicles. We got ourselves a eunuch over here. Kitty, Clea, or uh, Cyclops. I think I'm going to precisely aim and shoot the crystal in its forehead with an optic blast. Okay. Is that a shift Y again, or? Uh, yeah. So, 66... Deep in the yellow. You're going to be doing damage to it, but you are not seeming to crack that crystal. And it is feeling this. So Exiles, aim for the crystal! I guess then that I'd like to aim uh, Lockheed at the crystal and take a shot. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Uh, that's an agility check. Oh, man! I rolled an 11. Uh, For Mm. me, that's nothing. So the kitty bam reappears and jumps on the gun, causing it to Ah. misfire. And uh, she sees that Lockheed is written on the side and just gives the gun a big kiss. Oh, well, that's admittedly adorable. I can't stay mad at uh, me. All right. <laughs> Where is the crystal on this guy again? It is on its forehead. Okay. Now, I, I will make a note here because you do have your magical background. Uh, you know that you are a sorceress at a level where you are able to remove the curse of the Wendigo. That is what you want Ooh. to do. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to try to do that. That sounds fancy. Okay, so give me a... Uh, reason check with a plus four column shift. So that is going to be monstrous. Okay. I got a 54, which puts me just in the yellow, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you uh, are able to begin doing the incantation. It will take another round to do this. Cool. But it is the Imdigo's turn. Uh, it is going to turn over to you, uh, forearm. It's not really happy that you tried to punch it. 
Well, actually, no, no, it, it's it's more angry at uh, Scott right now. That's fair. Also, it's holding me, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. It it uh it picked you up to claw you and then oh, okay. let you go. Cyclops, it is going to uh, grab you again. Uh, so it's going to make a strength check. Uh, yeah, it is definitely mm. grabbing you. It rolled a 91 and its strength is unearthly. Ooh. And it is following that up with a energy vampirism check. Mm. So let's see how he does on this. Uh, that is going to be in the yellow. So uh, you see that uh, red uh, crystal that it mm -hmm. has suddenly starting to fill with optic energy or that same crackling energy that you'd normally blast. And you are going to be at a minus two shift to using your optic blast for the next two okay. rounds. And uh, the symbiote creature is going to run out and it is going to attack uh, forearm by just shooting out a big old uh, tentacle at you to try and tie you, you up. And uh, how do you dodge out of the way? Well, uh, I think what I do if someone's whipping a tentacle at me is I try to treat it, you know, kind of like a whip, put out two of my, mm -hmm. two of my forearms there and uh, uh, wrap it around, maybe see if I can use the momentum against that attack. Okay, well, Heroes, it is your turn, so we will start off with uh, your response to that whip. Alrighty. I rolled a 53, but what am I rolling, though? Uh, strength. And I'll give you a plus two column background for that outlaw country that you have. <laughs> right on. Uh, that's plus two, you said? Plus two column two. shift. So, incredible. Yeah. Uh, well, in that case, I am uh, I'm in the green. I'm at amazing. So, you are currently grappling this thing. So, you've got a hold of its tentacle. You can't do anything with it right now because you didn't get high enough to do that. But if someone else wanted to attack it, they'd be able to. Uh, but uh, who wants to go next? Uh, Kitty, you've got that uh, Kitty Bamf on mm -hmm. Lockheed. Okay, that means I pr I'm sure that means that I can't just immediately... Does that mean that I would have a difficulty aiming Lockheed, or do I have to get rid of the Kitty Bamf before I can take a shot at the Symbiote? Uh, you'd have difficulty okay. aiming it. Um, Cyclops, what is your situation right now? Are are you like... Because I know you were getting tossed around by that, by, the, by Indigo. I am, but I think Cleo was working on it. Okay, um... Is Clea in any danger at the moment? Because I know we needed to finish that spell. Uh, I think I'm fine. Uh, not right now. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm gonna... I Go guess for I'm the gonna... symbiote! I'm gonna try and shoot the symbiote despite the, um... Despite the interference. If I... If I can shoot while phased, maybe? What... How much will you allow me to do? Okay. Uh, so what I'll say is if you want to hit it... You need to get into the yellow or red. Okay. You'll you'll get your normal uh, Lockheed bonus to aiming, so you'd be using, uh, so you'd be rolling at excellent. Okay. Uh. Psh, 
I'm going to go for it. I'm Gambler's fallacy. I have to get a good roll now because I've had a bunch of bad rolls. <laughs> mm-hmm. I rolled an eight. No. You, you uh, called attention to it. You're right. I jinxed it. It's yep. no good. Uh, yeah, so roll me at a uh, monstrous. I rolled a 71. Oof. Uh, yeah, so forearm, you are taking a base of, uh, 75 damage. Jesus. Hey. Oh, forearm, I'm so sorry. Oh. Oh, birds. Roll me, roll me an endurance check. 51. So that's in the green. Yeah, it's in the green. So you are, uh, still holding on to... This, even though you took that big old blast, so uh, you are not looking super good. Are you all recording your health yes. down? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was my loss just there? Okay. Uh, 75, but you only take 65 because of your Ooh. body armor. If it makes you feel any better for him, if that was me, uh, I'd be dead. It, uh, it does not make me feel better. <laughs> not in the least, but uh, thanks for trying. Oh, hell. And, uh,. I'm at, I'm at 25, uh, by the way. Scott, 25 health. Ooh. Cyclops, have you gone I have not, turn? but I was going to let Clea go first to try to remove the curse. Okay, so Clea, roll me that uh, reason check again. Sure. To wrap up this spell. I got a 66. Okay, so that is good enough. So you release your spell and uh, the giant uh, like white shape shrinks maybe about a foot all that fur falls off and this would probably be something that only forearm would have experience with do you all know who implant Mm -mm. is (laughs) nope (laughs) no kidding (laughs) yeah uh so implant is a gen x character who can absorb mutant energy uh, get that power and also turn people who it uh, absorbs enough energy from into zombies. Hmm. He's a real creep. Mm-hmm. He's a real son of a bitch. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, this version, uh, Forearm, you recognize it as Implade, but this is like a beefed up version. It's got a bunch of weird blue highlight lines on it and some other uh, nasty things that. Uh, some of it looks like Mr. Sinister's or Mr. Sinister's style, like that big old red crystal that's still there, but other parts look like something else messed around with uh, Implate. So we should keep beating them up? Uh, yeah. Okay. So Cyclops, it's your turn now. Um, The optic blast didn't seem... Would I have known that it took my energy? Uh, yeah, you do feel a bit uh, weaker, like your optic blasts aren't as strong, or like all that energy is not okay, there. Okay, I'm not going to feed it anymore. Instead, I'm going to punch it in the face. No, I'm not. That's a 19. Uh, yeah, you try and uh, punch it in its face, and it temporarily phases. Oh. That's not good. And it is uh, Implate and the Symbiote's turn again. The Symbiote is trying to get free. And so it's going to make a strength check against uh, Forearm. 
and uh, give me an opposed strength check. 49. Okay, yeah, it is able to get that uh, tentacle free, but that ends up taking its turn. Though you do see a bunch of uh, nasty-looking teeth and claws start sprouting out of this thing. Yeah. And uh, Implate is going to go then, uh, because it is no longer a Wendigo Implate hybrid. And it is going to uh, release that optic blast onto Scott. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, that is going to be hitting you for a base of 50 but damage. But can I transform that energy into an optic blast? Uh, I'll let you try and absorb that because of Summer's family stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so roll me a psyche check. Uh, my psyche's not great. 72. Um... That's excellent. That's yep. just in the yellow. Okay, so you're able to absorb it. You don't heal. You don't take damage. It's pretty much like if Havoc tries to blast you with powers. Awesome. And uh, you guys notice that Sinister still isn't out here. Or, well, Sinister is left. And uh, it is your turn, heroes. Uh... Well, I feel like my goal right now should be to get Forearm out of the danger that I put him in, but I still have mm -hmm. the stupid Bamf on me. I could blast that yeah. off. If you could blast off the Bamf off my rifle, I could, I could sprint over to Forearm and phase him out of the fight. Okay, so I'm going to be very precise. If that's all right with you, Forearm. You're fine by me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be very precise. 84. Hey, very precise. Yeah. That's in the uh, red. Uh, yep. So you like get a like almost laser pointer sized optic blast that uh, hits the kitty uh, bamf right in the forehead, sending it like spiraling off across the uh, or through the sending it spiraling off the gun through the air and then skidding across the mm -hmm. dirt path. Or across the uh, lawn. And so it is e effectively removed. Okay. Uh, I want to run and get forearm and take us both out of phase. And if possible, put some distance between us and the pair of villains. I, how, what, however much distance you'll allow me. Okay. Uh, roll me Phasing a check. 39. Hmm. Uh, I have an amazing for that, and so that does put me in the green. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're able to run over and get forearm, uh, but forearm will need to roll to move both of you. So forearm, give me a agility check to get out of there. Radio, uh, well, just a moment. I lost one of my dice. Gotta go spelunking real quick. <laughs> I'm now remembering one of the difficulties last time I played this character. Uh, this Kitty Pride stat is based on the fact that she is like a young teenager rookie. So all of her uh, stats are my best is remarkable. I don't have anything better than remarkable. Uh, that is actually a pretty beefy really Kitty so? Pride. Uh, 
Yeah, a lot of her stats are typically in typical or good. Well, that sucks. Yeah. She's not typical. She kicks ass. I mean, preach. Yeah, but like typical. Uh, like, there's an entire booklet on like comparative strengths and stuff, and so like typical is like URI's strength. So like her remarkable fighting is at a she could compete with normal people at that level and win and that good agility is like a uh like basic gymnast level so i mean she's pretty dang good compared to a normal human but so the lesson to be learned yeah. here is maybe next time don't pick the character who's like my favorite character and maybe pick somebody who's like better in a fight like a man who's nobody's yeah, favorite character, but happens to have a number of arms. <laughs> uh, I, I rolled an 88, by the way. What ex- I can't remember what I was rolling for. Uh, agility. Brilliant. All right. Uh, uh, I've got... So yeah, I'm on the yellow. yellow. So, uh, yeah. Kitty uh, transforms you, and you two are able to skedaddle away from the symbiote. Yes, that's please. what you want to do. Actually, it's your roll forearm. You decide. Uh, no, that would be great by me. I'm not looking to die today in uh, <laughs> from from a sick old beast like that. And then it's just down to Clea. Okay. Um, both are still left, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm looking at Mind Probe, and I'm kind of wondering if I can take mental control of I forget his name already, the Wendigo. Empath. Oh, uh, Implate. Yeah. Well, no, Empath is a different character. Implate, right. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that will be a telepathy, so you're getting a plus two column shift on that, so that's going to be in shift Y. Okay. I rolled a 50, mm-hmm. which gets me into the yellow. Okay, so what are you looking for in Implate's mind? Um, I just want to make him, let's say, how about I can make him fight the symbiote? Well, that's more of mind control. Telepathy is you can read into its mind. Oh, okay, sorry. It said mental control, so I thought yeah. that's... Oh, that's if you have those abilities. Oh, okay. I only have to. You've got uh, telepathy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. My idea is gone then. Uh... Um, though for that role, I will let you ask me a question that I have to answer truthfully. Uh... That you can get from trying to get into its mind. I cannot think of anything. I'm trying to think of what else I can do now. <laughs> Uh, you do have summon, uh, molecular rearrangement. I mean, you've got some pretty nasty spells up there. Oh, what the hell does that do? Yeah, I want to try. Can I molecular rearrange it? Yeah, rearrange uh, yeah. molecules. Roll me at do it. Oh, never mind. I only rolled a 19. Glad I rolled good on the thing that I couldn't do. Uh, that's unearthly, so you get into the green stuff. Okay, good. So what are you trying to 
turn uh, implate into. Oh. What would be funny? (laughs) Well, uh, he kind of looks like a disgusting leech man. You could turn him into a leech. I was thinking the old standby of a chicken, but... (laughs) The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That's still kind of big, though. And we saw how well that worked last time. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go with a chicken. I'll turn him into a little chicken. Okay. So you, you didn't roll far enough to fully turn it into a chicken, but instead of being covered with, like, this black... Uh, hide. It is now covered with bright yellow chicken feathers. <laughs> and it has a beak now, including it has a beak on its mouth and then a beak on each <laughs> I love this lie. mental image and <laughs> so an much. <laughs> and uh, there's a brief sharp whistling and the symbiote seems to shudder for a second and then start moving back inside. But uh, the now chick indigo nice chick plate uh, is uh, saying out here to fight and it is going to it noticed that Clea did that attack on it and turned it into a chicken and so it is going to make a fighting attack on you and uh yeah, that gets into the yellow, so you are taking a base of 10 damage as it clucks at you angrily. We were fortunate the symbiote is apparently afraid of chickens. Yeah. And I got pecked. Uh, I'd like us to take this moment to ask, uh, Clea, do you have any healing abilities we might use on forearm? I just feel really bad. <laughs> um, let me check. Can I rearrange your molecules to be healthy? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you promise. That sounds like that could. Them. Yeah, Forum, how do you feel yeah, about was... having your molecules rearranged? <laughs> I promise to not go David Cronenberg on you. I don't know who that is, but all right. Um, I don't seem to have any healing stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're you're uh, a witch from the dark dimension. You're not necessarily a doctor who then learned magic, yeah. but uh, I'll let you roll molecular rearrangement for it. If we were doing a longer campaign, I'd make that a uh, power stunt. Or I do have way. conjure objects. Can I just like oh. conjure a first aid kit? Mm-hmm. That seems safer than trying to rearrange your molecules to be healthy. Well. Oh. Are we putting you in yeah. danger, though, by... Uh, I, I understand that I'm doing something kind of selfish here by asking you, the person who is closest to the monster, to to undo my mistake for me. No, it's cool. Okay, as long as it's okay with you, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you do have the chick indigo, or chick plate, uh, right next to you, so... Hmm. Where am I? And how far away was was I taken? Uh, maybe 15, 20 feet away. So we do this whole first aid strategy. Is it like Clea has to make a first aid kit, 
then like we have to run and get the first aid kit and then apply the first aid kit and then the only person who can actually do anything against the creature is cyclops and then even then is it a video game first aid kit where i'm gonna get you know health back automatically or do i need to wait several weeks uh, well, it depends on how good clear rolls on the summoning. I guess I can reach into, like, any dimension, so I could just grab you, like, something not human that would probably heal you instead of just, like, an old-school first aid kit. Instead of gauze, mm -hmm. metagel. Yeah, so roll me that conjure objects. It also says I can throw them, so if it helps, I can just throw it at you. All right, I rolled an 80. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so you're able to get something that will, uh, it's pretty much a fruit that when you hand it over to uh, Forearm, which that all will be on your turn, then Forearm can eat it on his turn, regaining 20 hit points. And now uh, Kitty or uh, Are they approaching us? Uh, the symbiote ran back into the building okay. when I heard a whistle. And... Uh, Chick Plate is still... Does attacking. Chick Plate still have the crystal? I'm going to precisely yes. shoot into that crystal again. Okay. So 53 in the yellow. Uh, yeah, so you are able to, like, blast the crystal this time, and without the, like, Wendigo magical like enhancements behind it the crystal cracks and it falls down to the ground one down team all right and do you all want to rush into the building now well <laughs> if i'm eating this fruit now's the time <laughs> yeah so uh but we're out of a uh, basic what does it taste now, like so four by four arm you've got exactly what does it taste like uh it tastes like uh, barbecue no sauce. Kidding. That's my new favorite fruit, folks. But Love like it. that. <laughs> <laughs> but it tastes like that mix of when you get like eight different types of regional barbecue sauces oh, and mix them all together. A little peculiar, but uh, hey, barbecue's pretty nice, right? <laughs> regardless. And I'm back up to 45 health. So you all proceed into the building uh, through like the broken doorway. Most of the bamps seem to be hiding now. And you get into, like, the presentation laboratories that Dr. Smith had. Uh, past a big set of double doors where you see uh, Sinister. You see a uh, young-looking uh, girl with pink hair, the same color pink that the symbiote had had. And uh, a person who looks to be more or less dressed up like loki which is a weird loki. thing but like very different facial features than loki so it's more of like a loki oh. cosplayer <laughs> yeah and then a person with some weird looking red and black striped scott hair. narrows his eyes at the loki cosplayer but he's wearing his visor so you can't tell but his body language definitely says his eyes are narrowed at this loki cosplayer And uh, they are standing next to a door that says uh, janitors. And so they're going to get a quick movement. And yes, that will be 
Good enough. Uh, Sinister says, Well, it seems that you have done a good enough job stopping us here. You've defeated my experiment, unfortunately, so I will add you to my list of people who shall be dealt with in the future. Wait, what now? No. You can try. Oh, you're going to deal with this right now. But we're here right now. The uh, girl with the pink hair opens up the door and they all start walking in, including like maybe 10 of the uh, leftover bamps who don't look super bad. And as they go in, the door closes behind them. Are they hiding in the janitor's closet from us? Uh, you guys can go and look if you want to. I propose that I run through the door. And what's more is I have a cool power that I haven't used yet, which is that my cool super space technology that I acquired in space allows me to selectively become invisible, but only when I'm out of phase. So if you guys want, I will invisibly phase through that door, take a little peek, see what's up, come back and report. I think that is a good plan, Shadowcat. Sure. All right. So, yeah, roll me that uh, phase and check. 63, a moderately good roll. Woohoo! Everything's Woo. coming up, Kitty. So that's in the yellow. So you run through the door and you find yourself surrounded by the most fiendish array of cleaning supplies and mops ah. and buckets. There's also an eyewash station in here. And the light is also turned out. But I can see well enough to see that it's cleaning supplies, nothing else. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, do I have time here? I'm not, we're out of action right now, right? Can I? Yeah. Now I have to, in order for me to turn on the light switch, I have to become visible. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I owe it to the team after endangering them time and time again to take this risk and unphase, become visible, and flip on the light switch to make sure that there's nothing else more sinister than an eyewash station here. Nope, it, it's just like a janitor's oh. closet. Well, I mean, I'm not disappointed that I'm not in mortal danger, but it kind of sucks they appear to have gotten away. Uh, I would like to open the door now so the rest of the team can see inside that... We kind of blew it on catching the bad guys. You think I'd learn from the Sanctum Centurium not to trust closets? <laughs> Is there any way that you could find out where they have gone, Clea? Uh, I can try using my eye. Uh, yeah, roll me a uh, intuition check. I got a 51. So at 50... Uh, that's going to be top green. Uh, you're able to see that there is faint residue of transportation magic that had been here. It seems that the door had been transformed into a another gateway, uh, presumably by that girl with the pink hair. But you aren't sensing any remaining uh, energy here. Yeah, it looks like they used a gateway. Well, let's follow them. You do have that ultra-reality ability. I do. Uh, would I be able to uh, follow them using that? Uh, yeah, you can try. All right. 
see what I can do. I rolled a three? Sorry, everyone. So you are able to open up the gateway and you open it up into what seems to be the void of space. So you're able to shut it quickly, but everybody is going to be taking 15 damage from that. No reductions because it's literally I'm equipped for space. A vacuum. Oh, good point. Kitty, cool. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> the space helmet came in handy after all. And, and hold on. Everybody roll me a strength check. 16. 19. 27. Give me just one second. 11. <laughs> well, it was fun playing, everyone. Sorry I threw us into the vacuum of space. Uh, yeah, you are all sucked into the vacuum yes! of space. Can I, can I, uh, sorry for the explicit, you can cut it out. Oh, no, no, swearing is perfectly oh. fine. Uh, yeah, Clea, roll me a quick teleportation check to try and get anywhere safe. All right, well, that one was a 69. Nice. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, you are able to teleport to Earth, but this Earth seems devastated by something that seems like it would have affected the Earth you had been on previously. And uh, you all also took a, another 10 damage from that brief time and space, <laughs> except for Kitty. As a space suit. Who would have ever guessed? <laughs> It's Lockheed's spacesuit. If you introduce a spacesuit in the first act, it'll come to play in the third act. So good news and bad news. I opened the wrong door, but hey, we're all right. I'm just going to throw up now. Uh, I have 20 life left. Uh, this is. Can you make me like a whole bushel of them fruits? <laughs> and, uh, Scott... The talus starts to ping you. Scott, it's me yes. and May. Uh, you're, you're, you're coming, coming in, in from another universe than you had been, been in. Well, <laughs> it's a bit of a long story. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll bring you home for now, and you can tell me, and I'll... I'll uh, can we also have some more of those cookies? They were quite delightful. And some wheat cakes. And anything to heal a hurt oh, person? Oh, yes, that. Um, uh, uh, four by forearm is quite injured. And with that, you are teleported back onto the Panopticon, the Crystal Palace base of the Exiles. And you relate your story, and Aunt May listens intently. She did make some wheat cakes and some more cookies, and she was also able to get a uh, healing ray to help out uh, Forearm and everybody else who had taken damage and she listens intently and uh, seems troubled. Why, why the look of concern? I've, I've, I've well, if they, they can, can travel, travel through other dimensions, dimensions so easily and cause that, that sort, sort of destruction, destruction then I, I, I'm, I'm worried, worried that there may be, be a bigger threat upon the horizon. There always is. 
and the exiles will be there to face it. Yeah, I say with a mouthful of cookies. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that is where we awesome. will wrap up. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for playing in this adventure, which was filled with a lot of weird continuities. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, I haven't listened to a I lot mean, of it. I mean, weird continuity uh, wouldn't be quite exiles, you. would it? <laughs> I can start mm-hmm. talking my no- normal voice again. I'm, what fun. I'm just happy I got to throw everyone in the vacuum of space, and it wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> that is kind of rad. <laughs> I, I think that I mostly accomplished shooting forearm at it. It's mostly what I did in this mission. <laughs> gotta stop beating stuff up about that. And making that spacesuit come in And and the yes, spacesuit came in handy. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> the remarkable. Expect the unexpected. Yes. <laughs> and uh now, as we do the wrap-up, let's go over where people can find you online. Sure. So, um, you can find me on Twitter at Alan underscore cells, or you can listen to a myriad of podcasts I do. Um, I am the game master of Pokemon World Tour United, an actual play Pokemon RPG, where basically we put Pokemon in cute clothes and sometimes save the world. Um, I'm also a cast member of the Cool Kids Table, where we play a whole bunch of RPGs. I do a Hard Reboot, where we reboot public domain properties, and Forging Worlds, where we talk about world building. And the Banff idea was sort of inspired by you being on the Pokemon World Tour. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. uh, Dylan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at D-Y-L-A-N-R-O-T-H. That's Dylan Roth. Um, I write for Deadshirt.net. That's D-E-A-D-S-H-I-R-T.net. And also, I am one quarter of the band The Hell Yeah Babies. And uh, Luke, when's this going to air? Uh, this will be going up the last week of November, probably on the 30th. All right. Well, shortly after you, uh, shortly after you hear this, the first single from our upcoming album will, uh, will be, uh, will be posted and premiered by a, uh, publication, uh, yet to be announced. So the Hell Yeah Babies can be found at thehellyeahbabies.com or on Spotify at the Hell Yeah Babies, Twitter and Instagram at Hell Yeah Babies, and Facebook, the Hell Yeah Babies. <laughs> and uh, Kat. I'm the executive producer of the Nerdy Show Network and art director for Consequence of Sound. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cap Blackard. That's C A P B L A C K A R D. And uh, at Nerdy Show, we do a ton of podcast content, including talk podcasts. But what's probably most relevant to you fine folks listening to this show is we are famous and or infamous for our RPG audio dramas. Not just actual play shows, but shows where we add music and sound effects to turn them into fully cinematic experiences. Such as Dungeons and Doritos and the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. We also are developing an animated series called Lightning Dogs, which uh, the entire development of which we are documenting, and that's all at lightningdogs.com. And Shannon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shannon Maynor. Uh, you can also listen to me on Cool Kids Table with Alan or on uh, Kingdom Smarts, where I explain Kingdom Hearts to a friend of mine because he hasn't played it at all. 
Um, I'm also an artist, and you can find my art at shannonmainerart.tumblr.com. I also have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shannonmainer. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I don't... Season 9 of Archer's not starting anytime soon, so I can't plug that. And I'm Luke. Uh, you can find me online at, at Coltreg, K-O-L-T-R-E-G on the Twitter at LukeHair, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R.com where I still need to update my uh, portfolio site. Uh, Exod Podcast is a weekly podcast, except for this week when we did three episodes because we're wrapping up our first year of the podcast. Uh, if you enjoy what we're doing here, we have a Patreon where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get episodes early. Uh, you can get uh, behind-the-scenes character sheets and all sorts of other goodies. You get to see art before anyone else does. And, you know, I try and make it worth your money uh it is also part of the podcast that i produce which also includes multiverse oq your guide to the comic book multiverse now in podcast form where each week we talk about a different comic book multiverse or at least try to uh and coming up in the december month we are going to be having our annual christmas special which gets uh buck wild every year but uh Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for, if this is your first episode you've listened to, wow, you're going to have fun seeing how all this fits together. Uh, if this is not, thank you for having uh, listened to episodes before and uh, have a great rest of the month. And I look forward to seeing you all for year two. Thank you all and see you next time. <laughs>